Greetings, saints, in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. From Mums Radio and Miak Online Radio. Radio. I'm Pastor Pulen Jala from Mamelodi International Assemblies of God. In your home, at your workplace, wherever you are, greetings in the powerful name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. We are continuing on this series, the supremacy of Christ. Today we are doing part three. Will you read for us, my sister? We're in Colossians chapter 1. Today we are doing two verses. Verse 19 and 20. The supremacy of Christ. You know we need to understand Because from time to time. People want to lift other things. Above Jesus. I'm, I'm teaching this. So that you know it's impossible to undo what was concluded 2,000 years ago. For a Christian, that is a solid ground on which you stand. For the one who doesn't know Christ, this is the truth to open your eyes. And I'm praying today that the north wind, the south wind, the east wind, and the west wind of the kingdom of darkness will let go of the people of God that blind will receive sight and people will come to salvation. Can you read Colossians 1, verse 19 and 20? 20. Mudimu uratile uvuela nyachose. Chamo le fasing. Li chakua le godimong. Li yenamung. Avuela nyachose. Kali hula murawe. Sefapa no. In NIV it reads thus. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. And through him. To reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. May the Lord 
Bless the reading of the word. Let us do a quick recap. We said Jesus Christ is before all things. In him, all things hold together. And he's the head of the body. The church. He is the beginning. And the firstborn among the dead. So that in him, so that in everything, he might have supremacy. He is, he is to have first place in everything. He has full authority in all things. He has the final say in everything that happened in our lives as individuals and in the life of the church at his body. Jesus is supreme. Now where we read today the Bible says for God was pleased to have his fullness dwell in him. It means the full and complete Godhead with all it represents its powers its attributes resides in Jesus Christ. The completeness of God, God's self-revelation, was focused on Christ. The wholeness of God's interaction with the universe is summed up in Christ. Remember we said all things were created by him and for him. And in him all things hold together. So Christ is fully divine. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. This fullness of God dwells in Christ. It resides permanently in Christ. In other words, allow me to repeat that Christ has always been God. And Christ will continue to be God because Christ is eternal. Hallelujah. Amen. Without ceasing to be God, when he came on earth, he did not cease to be God as he became a human being. He did not give up his deity. 
to be human. He was fully God and fully man. But what happened? He set aside the right to his glory. He set aside the right to his power in submission to the Father's will. In other words, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ, limited his power and his knowledge. You know, as Jesus of Nazareth, he was subject to place, he was subject to time and many other human limitations. Hey, pause. Let us think about it. You see, as Jesus of Nazareth, he could only be at one place at a time. And because of that, when he moved, the crowds would have to go where he was to follow him. The human body, as Jesus of Nazareth, his human body, his humanity, he allowed himself to be subject to the limitations of humanity. That is why, as a human, he could get tired and be like us as we need to rest. And as we need to sleep. Hey, Jesus. When you look in Matthew 8, verse 23 to 25, I want to explain. He's fully God and fully man. And then he sets aside and, and puts himself subject to the limitations of humanity. You, you see it in Matthew, 20, in Matthew 8. 23 to 25, 23 to 25. Jesus of Nazareth, the Bible says, he got into the boat and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake so the waves swept over the boat listen to what the Bible says but Jesus was sleeping he, he put himself as God subject to the human limitations but Jesus was sleeping. Fully man was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up. Fully man was sleeping. You remember we know that when we talk about God, the Bible says he never slumbers. So unless Jesus was put himself subject to limitations of humanity. He, he wouldn't taste fatigue to be able to sleep because as God he doesn't sleep. 
my 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 God. to be able to walk in the body of man to be able to pay the price for men so that men can be reconciled to God. That's right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord what God. What means the humanity of Jesus unique is that he never sinned for his whole life. He never sinned. That's why he's the pure lamb of God. So in his humanity, Jesus showed us everything about God's character that can be conveyed in human terms. So, the people who were living with Jesus, the disciples, the apostles, actually when they were looking at Jesus, they were seeing God. Because whatever he does, whatever he says, is what God was doing. But in a human body. So Christ, when we say Christ is Lord of the church, I want to give you two reasons. Number one, it's because the fullness of the divine attributes of God dwells in him. And so, he has the power to govern not only men, not only earth, not only the sea, not only the heaven, but he's got power to govern the universe. So when he's Lord, he's Lord not only over man, he's Lord of the universe. And that is why his reconciliation is not only for man, it's also for the heaven. Number two, it's because what he has done for the church gives him the right to preside over it. He bought it back through his blood shed on the cross. We continue. The Bible says, and through him, to reconcile to himself all things through Jesus. God reconciled through Jesus. God the Father reconciled all things to himself. Humanity and everything in the universe are brought in unity and harmony under Christ. However, note this. 
It doesn't mean that all people are reconciled irrespective of their will. When God created man, he gave man a will. So you can know it's there. But you have a will. You have the right to decide whether you accept it or reject it. You see, Christ's offer of reconciliation can either be accepted or rejected. The person who accepts the reconciliation is then at peace with God. The Bible calls them a new creation. The Bible says the old is gone. Behold, the new they come. So it means you may be this age, major, but when you receive Christ now, everything that happened before today stops to exist. You are like a brand new baby without a past because the blood of Christ has dealt with your past. But only when you accept him. Why is this important? You see a person who rejects reconciliation that Christ offers remains the enemy of God. But why am I saying they remain the enemy of God? Because man is born a sinner. And because of sin, you are an enemy of God. The purpose of Jesus is to effect the reconciliation between God and man. His purpose is to end the, the disruption that has been brought by sin and bring harmony. His purpose is to establish for sinful men peace with God. This is done by his blood shed on the cross. This reconciliation according to Paul is far-reaching. In other words, there is no place it cannot reach. Whether it's a geographical place, whether it's a spiritual place, whether you are far, far in the corners of the earth, I'm talking to you. Maybe you may be staying in the remote place. Maybe you are in an urban place. This grace, this reconciliation doesn't respect where you are. It can reach somebody in a palace, but it can reach somebody in a dark dungeon. 
It doesn't care of a spiritual place. Maybe you look at yourself and say, maybe I'm a sinner, but I'm better than so and so. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter. Maybe you killed a thousand people. It doesn't choose. I hate it's far-reaching. It reaches everybody. Everywhere. Every time. As long as the person accepts it. You see, this reconciliation, there is no past that this reconciliation cannot reach. You see, all of us have got a past. We all have got a good past. And allow me to call it a bad past. Some of you, as you are looking at yourself today, you've got a now. I will call it a now. Because after this sermon, we will call it a past. You see, some of us are going to church and we do deeds and we think we are good. Maybe you are going to church every day. Maybe you are even holding the monies of the church. You've never stolen a cent. You give to others. You pray. You read the Bible. But you have not received Jesus Christ. I want you to know God is not happy about your situation because you are born a sinner. And once your sin hasn't been dead with, you are not reconciled with God. It's not human goodness. It's the blood of Jesus that reconciles us to God. I want to give it content. It's in Acts chapter 10. There was a man called Cornelius. The Bible says of him, he was devout and God-fearing. The Bible says of him, he gave generously to those who were in need. And he prayed to God regularly. But something was lacking. So God sent him a message through an angel saying, I heard your prayers, Cornelius. And I received your gifts. Now, sent men to bring Peter. When Peter came, he came with the good news that Jesus died for you, Cornelius, on the cross. Peter presented the gospel of salvation. And the Bible says, as he was speaking, the Holy Spirit came on all who had the message, the good news. Now what are we concluding? 
Maybe you think you are good. Maybe you've never even killed a fly. But I'm here to tell you your goodness, your generosity, your prayer will not take you to heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. He reconciles the good, those who think they are good, those who are good according to the eyes of men. You see, we see God is not focused on physical goodness. He is focused on the condition of your soul. A soul without Jesus is a lost soul. A soul without Jesus is a dead soul. But a soul that believes in Jesus is a living being. We said this reconciliation reaches a bad past. I'm talking to you, my brother, my mother, my sister, now a gogo. Maybe you are there. You're feeling so bad in your heart. You did this big sin. Maybe people know. Maybe people don't know. You know some sin that we do. People don't know. That person you killed, nobody found them yet. But you know it. God has seen it. And God knows it. But there are other people who does bad things. And they are generally known. And maybe generally feared. Now wherever you are listening, maybe you are one of them. And I want to say to you this morning, the reconciliation that Jesus brings between man and God is also including people with a bad past. Let me give you context. You see Saul in the book of Acts when Stephen was talking about Jesus. It infuriated them, the Bible says. And they decided to stone him. Now, as they were stoning Stephen to death, Saul was there sitting as the boss. They put their clothes next to his feet to stone Stephen. And the Bible says of him, and Saul was there giving approval to his death. But on his way to Damascus to persecute the church, to continue with his bad behavior, he met with Jesus. Reconciliation took place. But there was a disciple of Jesus called Ananias who knew the past of Saul. 
right, all right, wagab Saul. Listen what he says. When God sends him to Saul, Ananias speaks. Hey, listen to me. I know you might have done bad things. And when you're trying to move forward, there will be Ananias who speaks about your bad past when you are about to shift or when you have shifted. But God has a way to override the thoughts of Ananias. Listen to what God, Ananias says. Ananias says he paints Paul. He paints Saul black to the Lord. The Lord who knows all. Ananias says to God, I've had many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has come here with the authority to arrest all those who call on your name. Ananias thinks, so God, you can't send him to him. You, you can't open his eyes. It's good if he doesn't see. But listen to God. I said the reconciliation that Jesus brings reconciles people with a bad past. With God, your past doesn't matter. Jesus paid the price for your reconciliation with God. Listen to what God says. He says to Ananias, go, this is my chosen instrument to carry my name before Gentiles and their kings and before people of Israel. Hey, you may give them a title, but listen to me, you Ananias, you have no power, you didn't create them, and this is not your place. God, Jesus paid the price. They can be reconciled to God. They listen to me, Saul. It doesn't matter what Ananias says. It doesn't matter what the court has said. It doesn't matter what people are saying. But you are God's instrument. Because of the reconciliation. But only when you accept it. It's on offer. You need to accept it. You see, there is no failure that this reconciliation cannot reach. Maybe you started well. Now I'm talking about believers. Maybe you started well. And then somewhere, 
Maybe you backslid. Maybe you are lukewarm. Remember, Revelation says, when you are lukewarm, you will be spewed. Hallelujah. Amen. But there was a man called John Mark. He went on a missionary journey. When he saw the work, he went back home. But listen to God, who doesn't write him off, he gave him another chance. He gave him Barnabas, and he continued to use him. I'm talking to you, soldier of God. I'm calling every backslider with the name of Jesus. You can come back to the game. This is your time. This is your season. You see, there is no extent that this reconciliation cannot reach. Jesus went to the Gadarene and found two demon-possessed men. The Bible says of them, they were so violent that no one could pass where they were. But when Jesus stepped in, deliverance took place and the men were changed. Listen to me. Maybe you are feared. You know that the whole community fears you. But today is your day. You can be reconciled to God because Jesus, Jesus paid the price for your reconciliation. He's supreme to the evil forces that are causing you to do what you are doing. When you accept the offer, you become delivered. He did this by making peace with God through his blood. You see, yeah, Christ's death provided a way for everyone to come to God. It cleared the way. Sin can be dealt with through the blood of Jesus. Today, because of the supremacy of Christ, I'm bringing you the message of salvation that if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. You see, when you believe, the Bible says, then you are free from every accusation. You are justified by faith. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What does it mean for the church? As a church, we know that our king is coming. This is time. You must, as a church, live a holy life. He's not coming for everyone, but he's coming for a church without wrinkle, without spot. Believers, stand your ground. Don't be complacent. Don't compromise your faith. Hold fast to your faith. The Lord is coming. Do not be moved by any wind that blows. Do not be drawn away by false teaching. Be holy, for he is holy. Without holiness, you will not see God. Now, what about me? Because I haven't re received Jesus. Maybe as I speak, you are reminded that you are not at peace with God. Today, you can be reconciled to God. You see, knowing about reconciliation, 
doesn't grant you reconciliation. But accepting the offer of reconciliation brings reconciliation. You see, the truth that you have heard today must be the truth that you accept. Today, forget about your past. Come to Jesus and receive the gift of salvation. Maybe you see yourself as a Cornelius. You are very good. Maybe you are a soul. You killed many. Maybe you are feared by others like the men of Gadarim. There is reconciliation through the blood of Jesus. You see, reconciliation, this that I'm giving you, it's like a check. You see, a check with your name on, with a signature of God. Unless you go to the bank and cash it, it remains a paper. The offer of salvation Believe in Jesus and be saved. According to Romans chapter 10, you need to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Let's close our eyes. Wherever you are, I can feel the pain in your heart. Don't condemn yourself. Jesus is coming. And that is why he's reaching out to you. He's supreme over all things. He's the Lord of the universe. Nothing can save you except him. If you are here in your home, wherever you are, and you say, Today, I want to take this offer to be reconciled to God. Lift your hands where you are. I'm going to pray. As I pray, believe in your heart. Follow me in this prayer. If you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and you want to receive him as the Lord and Savior of your life, lift your hands and let us pray. Lord Jesus, here I am. I know today that without you, I cannot be reconciled to God. I believe that you are my Lord. And today, as I believe that you died and you rose again, I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. I therefore open my heart and receive you to be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, may my name be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, you see them all. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus upon them, and I pray that you protect and keep them. In the name of Jesus, give us the way to be able to reach them, to feed them your word. Father, to disciple them as you wrote in your word. Thank you for all of them. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Amen. 
Wherever you are, Pastor Pulenzala, my melody IAG, those who have received Christ, I need to know who you are because I have a responsibility to help you grow in Christ. Contact me, please, on one of these numbers. 081-580-5192. I repeat, 081 580-5192. The second number, 081-570-3738. I repeat, 081-570-3738. God richly, richly bless you. Bye-bye. From Mums Radio, Miak Online Radio, for everyone who tuned in, We love you, we love you, we love you. God bless you. Bye.